Hey everybody, welcome to the season two finale of Discover Spring Ford. I'm standing in front of George's Music, located at 99 North Main Street in Spring City Borough. Today I'm sitting down with the store manager, Tom Henderson. I'm Jeff Desiato, a professional actor, part-time realtor, and transplant to the Spring Ford area. And I'm on a mission to find the best that Spring Ford has to offer. I'll be interviewing local business owners, civil servants, and other prominent members of the community to find out what makes Springford a great place to live, work, eat, and explore. I invite you to join me on my journey as I discover Springford. Tom, thanks for allowing me to come in today. I really appreciate your time. Well, thanks for coming over and visiting us. Yeah, no problem. Uh, we were talking a little bit before uh, we hit record. I was giving you a little bit of my history with George's music. Growing up in Philadelphia, there was one in Feasterville that we always went to. My cousins who play instruments, we all frequented the one in Feasterville before it closed. Um, then I moved to North Wales, and there's a George's Music right down the street yes, in North Wales. Um, and, you know, got all my strings, all my cables, everything from there. And then um, I found out that the original location is in Spring City. And I didn't, I had never heard of Spring City at the time. This is 10 years ago. And, um, I imagined it being like some like central PA location because I had never heard of Spring City. And then, you know, lo and behold, we end up moving to the area and I remembered Spring City. George's music, like this is the this is the Mecca right here for, for the musician, uh, especially in this area. And now, you know, it's grown so much that we're down all the way down at the bottom of the East Coast in Florida and everything in between. Um, so it's really exciting to be where it all started and for you to... Uh, to give us a little bit about of your personal backstory as well as George's music's backstory, so okay. I'll uh, I'll throw it over to you. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about Tom Henderson, and then you can uh, transition into George's music and how you guys came together. Well, I've been here with George's since uh, 1983, and when I came to work here, this was indeed the only store. Hmm. This is the original location in its original building, <laughs> and then it wasn't too long after that that we started adding different locations. Uh, we expanded into the North Wales and Springfield, Feasterville. Mm -hmm. We have a store in Berwyn. And we also opened some facilities down south in Florida. Mm -hmm. um, we have a store in Jacksonville. Okay. And we have a store in Orlando. Oh, wow. Um, I came here actually from the repair side of things, having gone to school for band instrument repair and originally coming here to start a school service division. Okay. But uh, business being what it is, and trends being what they are, guitars were taking off, yeah. <laughs> sales and sound equipment was taking off. So kind of got involved with that, mm -hmm. and it just grew ever since. So George's Music, when it first opened, did they focus more on band instrument, uh, you know, brass and, and things like that initially? Or was it always more towards the rock and roll side of things? It was a small part of what we were doing, yeah. but it was never a major part mm -hmm. of it. Um, the, the rock and roll scene is what yeah. it always been. Down here where we're sitting was originally an 8-track recording studio. Oh, really? And the control booth and the drum booth and the sound floor and everything is still here. Oh, wow. Um, it's used for different purposes, but yeah. the original studio is still here. That's incredible. So I would imagine it was probably 8-track track tape. 8-track uh, tape with maintenance every day. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Cutting and splicing and all that. It's so crazy how spoiled we are now where you can download an app to edit video on, you know, on the fly or edit audio on the fly. Where you would have to sit there and, you know, scrub. <laughs> I used to do that. Uh, even with digital, we would get to the scrubbing where you had to get the very first part of the person's voice and 
cut it and then <laughs> match it <laughs> up. Amazing. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, you, yeah. In uh, 36 years now, you've probably seen quite a a uh, an explosion in technology uh, just from the days of the old boss pedal. You know, two pedals and that's it. And then you have the full processors and all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to start geeking out at some point during this interview just because <laughs> I, I remember walking through Georgia's music and just like salivating over everything on the walls and getting the catalog. I think I still get the magazine mailed to me because I'm on the mailing list. I think I might still have a VIP from one of the locations. I had a VIP uh, membership. Okay. Um, so, yeah, this is this is definitely... Uh, kind of a, a little dream come true to be sitting here talking about George's music just because of my history and everything. So I wore my Fender shirt, which you might not be able to see because it's like black on black. But uh, So you started working here in 1983. Right. Specifically to repair instruments? Uh, um, or, initially, where yeah. I came from, I worked for another music company. Mm-hmm. I was also in retail and in selling. Okay. So I had experience with that. Yeah. And uh, so I was able to come in and sell as well as work on getting the, the band program off right. the ground. Mm-hmm. And it just worked out well to just keep going with what we were doing. Right. And how did you find out initially about George and George's music? How well, did you guys partner up? To not take too much time, yeah. <laughs> when George first took over this building, literally my uncle and a business partner of his owned this building. Oh, really? And they had a business flipping houses and buildings and bringing mm-hmm. in businesses. Mm-hmm. And they actually arranged and helped George to get into this building. Oh, really? And my uncle says, hey, there's this guy opening a music store in Spring City. Yeah. And I'm from here. Okay. I'm a Springford graduate. Um, so when I came home after I heard that and was visiting, I stopped in. Yeah. And I met George, and my uncle was here. And we got introduced kind of that way. Yeah. Um, so you had moved away. You were yeah, no longer. Yeah, I was out in yet. York, Pennsylvania oh, okay. for seven years. Okay. And we would get to every time I came home then for a weekend or something, we'd get together and talk shop. Yeah. <laughs> got to know each other and formed a friendship and a relationship. And the more we talked, the more we thought we could do some good things together. <laughs> That's awesome. And I always liked George's reasoning for putting the store where he did and doing the things he did. Yeah. Um, he was an education major. Oh, really? At your sinus. So another oh, wow. local boy. Yeah. And... Um, Two things really happened. One, he always was the belief of if you have a doctor, put a doctor where it's needed. Mm. Well, these communities didn't have music or a community place to come for lessons or instruments or just that whole put that together where you could go play, go learn to play, Mm. see community events. So he put the store where he felt there was the need for that store. Yeah. Um, second, as a young musician, because he was out there playing just like all of us were, mm-hmm. he'd go to these other stores like in Philadelphia or other larger areas and quite honestly wasn't getting the service that he felt hmm. that he kind of should have and right. deserved. They were, as a young person, ig- ignorant, yeah. not paying attention, mm. you know, not answering questions. So he's determined to build a place where people like that like us, right. could come and have a place to be talked to. Yeah. <laughs> and have a place to, yeah, I'm going to help you figure this out. That's great. And that's been our philosophy ever since. Yeah, that's one of the things I always appreciated when I would come into the various stores and that, that it worked, you know, across. And that's great that he had that vision because it was really evident in each store that I have come into, you know, three of them specifically, um, some of the most knowledgeable 
people in the business. You know, I've, I've been to bigger stores, I've been to smaller stores. Um, but yeah, that, that idea of, you know, you're going to be talked to like a human being, like someone who's respected for whether you're a novice or a professional musician. Right. Yeah, you're going to be treated at the same with respect. You're, they're going to do what's best to help you so that you feel like you got what you needed, not just what they had to sell that week. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and then the ability to just build that relationship and want to come back, which is what, for me, I mean, it, it was always the fact that I was nearby at George's Music, I was spoiled because I could always just go to George's. Um, and I think that that, it's so cool that the store is still here um, because I think specifically this area, Spring City, um, there's a bubbling music scene that, you know, has kind of been, maybe it's been below the surface for a while, but we, we did an interview uh, last season with Chaplains. Uh, they have the live music venue now. We, we interviewed Tuned Up, and they now have live music on Thursdays, yeah. Fridays, and Saturdays. So I feel like uh, with the music and market festival that happens annually now in Spring City in October, um, Spring City is... You know the, the legacy of having George's music in place. It's still there all these years later, where people are kind of drawn here, and I think it's on the, the verge of exploding again. Um, just my personal opinion, but uh, <laughs> we like bringing music. You know, there's yeah. a lot of people that don't realize how much they might enjoy it. Right. But you've got to present where they can try it, mm-hmm. and where they can try it without the pressure of I have to be good at this. Yeah. Or whatever. You can have fun. You can learn. You can explore it. Um, we now have a rock star program oh, really? where we take our, our students and really anyone who wants to sign up mm. and we form bands out of people who are like age, like talent, like musical tastes oh, wow. and we teach them how to play. We put a set list together. They learn the music. They put it together. They work with our people, our teachers. And then at the end of the program, we book events. Oh, that's so cool. Um, we also do that with adults. Oh, really? So particularly the adults have a blast. Oh, that's awesome. Because they've played for years. They play at home. It's a hobby. They've never been on a stage. Yeah. But it looks like it's something they'd like to do. Yeah. So we do it. Yeah, I know. That's awesome because I know there's a lot of people that, like you said, they didn't do it as a kid. They just kept it to themselves. And then they probably have that lagging regret of like, oh, I should have... The you got to so, do it. Yeah, once. you got to do it. Like whether it's like you hit like thirty or forty or fifty, and you're like, oh, I never did that, but I know I would love to at least do it one time. That's really cool. But bringing the music to the people and interfacing with the community has always been a big thing for George. Yeah. The uh, you mentioned the music and marketing festival yeah. that's going to be the first Saturday in October. Yeah. Streets closed all day. Yeah. There's live music all day. We put performers out. Chaplains puts performers out. And it's just great that yeah. people come. We'll draw several thousand people. Yeah, it's, it's, I was there um, two st- two years ago. I wasn't at this most this most recent one, but uh, it was awesome. And, and the weather was perfect. You know, October is a great time because it's not too hot to be outside. Um, it's just awesome. People walking the streets, and I think it really just makes people feel alive. They see their town buzzing with activity, um, especially you know with some of the vacant storefronts and things like that to see that the existing businesses are still invested in the community and, and growing it. Um, it's been really awesome. You know, I've had the chance to talk with Bill Hoffman, of Spring City Hotel, um, Dan Phillips, of Pops Dinette and Ice Creamery, um, with you, uh, with the guys that tuned up with Cha- uh, Chris from Chaplin. So just seeing all of you guys and just the faithfulness of doing what you came here to do, doing it every day with a smile. Obviously there's probably, 
you know, just like with any job, there's difficulties and things that you probably put at the bottom of your to-do list because you don't want to have to deal with them. But just that continued commitment to the community, like you had said, George was very passionate about, is very passionate mm-hmm. about. Um, I, I just, it, it warms my heart to hear that because, um, like I said, one of the reasons why we've done this show is is to let people either who have grown up here, moved away, see that there's still stuff happening or people that have grown up here that are very proud of their upbringing, <laughs> getting their eyeballs on the show to see that stuff is still happening. Uh, and then also, for me, as a transplant, uh, been here since 2017, it's my personal journey of discovering what is out here in Spring City and Royersford. And I've, I've gotten to know a lot of people who have moved to this area recently, uh, and they get to kind of live vicariously through me as I explore um, and they're like, wow, I had no idea about this restaurant or this place or, you know, so I'm hopeful that, you know, I mean, you guys are one of a kind in this area. Uh, there's not really a music store, uh, close by and for all, there's tons of budding musicians or, um, you know, seasoned musicians that if they haven't been to Georgia's Music in Spring City, mm-hmm. uh, you're really missing out because it, you walk in and you feel like it, in a good way, you feel like you've transported back to a time where, um, there, that retail side was really it was less like churn and burn kind of thing. You can actually come in, talk to people, you know, you don't get pushed out of the store. You know, yeah. like uh, it's it's just a comfortable setting. Um, the decor obviously is great because you have rock icons and vocalists and and guitars hanging everywhere and drums and things like that. Um, so it's just a great experience. So tell me a little bit about. Um, obviously, you were here when it was just one store. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? some of the conversations that went into the decision to start to expand and was that a little nerve wracking at first uh, in terms of going from one store to a second store and then going across state lines and all that kind of stuff? (laughs) Were you involved in any of those discussions? Um, A a number of them, yeah. (laughs) When I first got hired and started, we started working together, um, the master plan was and this will sound funny, chain yeah. stores don't work. Right. <laughs> you can't control them. Right. You can't be there when you're needed, and it just doesn't work. So we're going to take our store and make it the best it can be. Now, keep in mind, this was 1983. Right. <laughs> Long comes 1985, and the question is asked of me, did you ever think about managing a store? <laughs> <laughs> and that's when the idea became, George had been kicking around the idea of can we replicate this right. in other areas. And he figured out what he felt was a way to do it, but still keep that I know your name when you come yeah. in. And um, that's when we opened North Wales. Okay. Um, Springfield was number three. Feasterville was number four. And um, it worked. Yeah. And as the stores grew and we developed, we were able to keep the philosophy, keep the our core beliefs in the way we wanted our customers to be treated and what we wanted to do. And uh, it took off. Yeah. So we were able we were able actually to do it. That's amazing. Um, what year, you said 85, was that when? 85 was when we started branching into... Exploring it. Or, others, yeah. Other areas, okay. yeah. And like I said, North Wales was our first endeavor. Yeah. Was it in the same location that it is today or did it no. move? No. Okay. Um, it was very close. Yeah. Originally, there was a building right at the intersection near there of 202 and 63. Yeah. Um, and that intersection got condemned and redone for yeah. construction. So 
we like to say our drum room is now pump number three <laughs> at, at Wawa, the right? Wawa yeah. station there. But we're about a half mile down taking the Main Street towards Lansdale. Right. Yeah. It's a great mm-hmm. shopping center, and it's one of the flagship stores in that mm-hmm. shopping center, which is awesome. Um, that was the one that, you know, I lived in the Lansdale area for 10 years, and that was where I always went. Um, and where I got my VIP card that I mentioned before. <laughs> um, Which is still good, by the way. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah, you can probably look my name up in the in the mm-hmm. database and everything. And there's quite a few Desiatos because my dad was a musician, is a musician, both of my brothers, my cousin, my uncles. Yeah, so there's a lot of Desiatos in the uh, George's Music database because my, my cousin and my uncle live in Feasterville, so they always went to that one before uh, uh-huh. it closed. Uh, and they still frequent the the local ones, so they drive all the way up to North Wales or wherever it may be. So uh, you had mentioned that you are a Spring Ford alum, yes, which I am. Uh, is really impressive. Do you still make your home in this area, or do you commute to work every day? Um, I'm nearby. I'm okay. in Limerick. Oh, okay, yeah, near Limerick. Very so, close. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, you you did you play in the bands in Spring Ford? I was a saxophone player yeah. in the marching band <laughs> and in concert band. And the stage band. That's yep. awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. You were all involved. Yeah, I know. I played... Uh, I was homeschooled uh, for my high school, which at the time was not as popular as it is now. Um, but our local school allowed me to participate in the extracurricular activities such as jazz band and, and drama, um, like the after school kind of thing. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I got to sing It Had to Be You with the jazz band for my senior... At, at the senior <laughs> concert, uh, even though I technically didn't go to the school. But I guess I was... You know, they brought in... A ringer because maybe they didn't have people to sing or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, you had mentioned before off camera about the importance of having that kind of musical infusion um, for young people. So do you want to, you care to elaborate on that a little bit? Well, you, you see a lot of news and you see a lot of articles and you hear a lot of talk about schools and music programs. Yeah. And there are schools that do cut their programs and mm-hmm. the kids lose the ability to, to play music as an extracurricular activity. Sure. But one of the things that, that you lose when that happens, and a lot of people won't give true credibility to it, yeah. music is math, mm. music is science, music is theory, music is reading, music is social skills, right. getting along with other people, and you're learning so many things away from just playing music sure. that helps you in your school studies. It's proven yeah. that the children who take music do better in school. Yeah, I've seen um, videos and things on YouTube of uh, even with the cognitive ability, um, being able to restore people's uh, cognitive ability, people who are with dementia and things like that, that it actually, they would go into retirement homes and things like that and bring music for them to listen to. And they wouldn't really be able to speak, uh, and they would just kind of keep to themselves. And then once you brought music into it, it kind of tapped into something in their brain where they all of a sudden started singing and, and doing things, and all the staff at the homes were flabbergasted because of the impact that music had on the brain. Uh, and imagine, you know, obviously that's with, with older folks, but I can imagine with young, as as they're developing their brain, the same you know, thing. it's the same thing, and it's exploring and the creative process, especially. I've seen those experiences in a nursing home. Yeah. People who you go in and you visit that won't talk. Right. If someone's in there playing, they know the words to every song and they will sing them. Yeah. Um, if you play something patriotic, the men, all the men will do their best to stand up. Right. And hands on their heart or their cap off. And it, it's it's there. Yeah. 
That's incredible. I actually, uh, I had the privilege, uh, in my acting career, I worked with a company called Philly Senior Stage, and they would do, we would go into retirement communities and do two-person abridged versions of Broadway shows. So there would be a guy and a girl, and we would play, like, they would just kind of strip down the show to just have, like, the main story, whatever it was. Right. You know, the guy gets the girl or whatever. Um, and we would sing, you know, most of the score of the show. We would perform the songs, and then we'd do little scenes from the show without putting the whole show up, obviously. But we'd have little costumes and stuff we'd change into, and people would go nuts because... They, rec- they knew every single song from whether it was Guys and Dolls or something like that. And you're singing the songs from that show. And they would just, they'd be like, oh, I remember I went to see the original cast on Broadway, you know, in 1954 <laughs> or whatever it was. And it's like, the, it unlocks something that had long been kept dormant, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's, a, yeah, it, it's really something that we need to continue to push uh, for more and more people. You don't have to be the best musician that's ever walked the earth, but to at least enter into the world of music or art or you know any any form of art um it the benefits surely outweigh the the sacrifices or the practice time or whatever it may be uh the fact that i can you know hopefully god willing arthritis you know go away i will be able to pick up guitar and play a song Mm -hmm. into my later years that's really encouraging to me um because you know now it's like riding a bike in a lot of ways with with an instrument um, being able to go back and and, right. and unlock that part of you. So, yeah, definitely we implore all you uh, folks out there, if you have any say in the arts being uh, taught to our kids in schools, that uh, we definitely want to promote that. And, and we, as you mentioned before, Springford has a great uh, band. They do. And, and they continue to dominate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, take no prisoners, Springford. Keep going uh, and doing a great job with your music. And they have a strong music program yeah, in sure. the school. Yeah, very St- important. Starting at an early age. Yeah, it can't be overstated, that's for sure. So uh, tell me a little bit about the store here uh, and what what you guys do on a regular basis. You mentioned the Rockstar program, which is really cool. We um, have the Rockstar program. Yeah, what other services and, and activities do you offer to people? Um, we do have private lessons. Okay. And all told, there's about 200 students that come through. In a week's time. Wow, 200. Um, we have that. We do have service facilities. We have an on, on-site guitar repairman. Mm. Um, if we handle warranty issues as they come up for repair, so if someone has a problem, they come see us. Right. We can help them with that. Um, of course, all the manufacturer brands we carry. Yeah. Um, the products that we carry, if someone can't find what they want or something needs to be ordered, we will special order oh, awesome. and help people find what they need. That's great. And basically just, you know, what is your need and how can we help you fulfill it? Right. Yeah, that was one question. I, I'm glad you brought that up because that was one thing I didn't know is that does Georgia's Music specialize in a specific brand or do you only partner with certain brands or is it, you know, as long as it's manufactured, we can get our hands on it in some way. <laughs> um, so that's great to know that you guys, uh, it's not just what you walk in and see. It's you guys can actually bring things in. There's many, many yeah. things we can get. Yeah. Um, Obviously, if it's like a one of a kind, unique yeah, type situation, the, the music store can can get absolutely everything. Right. Um, and again, it comes to relationships. Right. So manufacturers, if I can't give you the service from them, right, I can't do it. Right. But uh, if it's something we can do, we'll definitely do it for That's you. That's great. Yeah, actually, one year for Christmas, um, my dad gave me as a gift. He had all of my guitars maintenanced by George's Music. So that's another that not only have I had. So every guitar was, you know, 
they they worked on the intonation, they polished it, they cleaned it, they restrained like just it was just like they got the the deluxe treatment all of my instruments. So that was really cool. Um uh, so I'm a personal um testimonial, I guess, for mm-hmm. for the uh George's Music uh guitar repair maintenance uh, services. They were excellent and uh affordable. So I definitely recommend any of you musicians that need repair. That's uh Tom's specialty, especially, you know, with coming from the background of, of instrument repair, it's pretty awesome. So, so what instruments, I would imagine you probably play some, but, uh, which ones are your, your started out as a saxophone player Okay, and played in bands and a lot of big band, a lot of concert band, that kind of thing. And got out of school, um, played in the weekend bands and stuff, played, started playing bass guitar then. So I played a lot of bass, Mm -hmm. um, Rudimental keyboards. Okay. I would never say out loud I'm a keyboard yeah, player. Right. But, I just uh, like play pads. Yeah, you know, that, I can, I can hold the chords and like add the ethereal background. But, yeah. uh, you know, going out there and performing and making your music for people yeah. on the weekends is, is great. Yeah. Are you still playing? You still, um, not still near as much. Occasionally? <laughs> not near as much. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm kind of in the same way. I just recently put it down um, for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm focusing primarily on acting, singing. Um, still singing, but not playing as much as I, I used to uh, in a bands and things like that. So, but I'm sure at some point the itch will be will need to be scratched. <laughs> oh, that never <laughs> yeah. goes away. Yeah, right. <laughs> Nor does when you open the box when something new comes in and it's sitting there and you just I gotta have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's great. Well, um, tell me a little bit about uh, you know as we can start to wrap up a little bit. Um, any future plans that you're able to share about that were events that you have coming up for the store? Um, and then what you envision uh, George's music um, to be going forward, specifically the Spring City location since you're the manager here. Uh, <laughs> and then you can let people know how they can, mm-hmm. you know, what your hours mm-hmm. are and how they can get Well, we, we plan on very much continuing and expanding our Rockstar program. Nice. Um, possibly even branching out to things other than rock bands, mm-hmm. um, acoustic duos, trios. Vocal things, things right. like that, are all it's all open door right now. Sure. So that could go all kinds of directions. Um, we do have two um, websites online, okay. two e commerce sites. Okay. There's georgesmusic.com and there's musiciansbuy.com. Okay. Both are ours, both are run by us, where you can go on and see product and look at it. Now, you can do it that way, but everything on those sites is available through the stores. Okay. So you could go look it up, find it, read the specs, watch the videos, and contact us. Right. We can bring it right here for you. Um, we do have our Facebook page, mm-hmm. which is George's Music Spring City. Right. Just Google that and you'll yeah. get us. Um, as far as reaching us here, you can reach us by our phone, which is 610-948-7810, or you can email us at springcity at georgesmusic.com. Uh, we're here Monday through Friday from 10.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Saturdays are open from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And we're currently closed on Sundays. Okay. That's great. But uh, it's been great. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you coming to see oh, us. Oh, no, thank you so much. This was awesome. Mm, thank like you Like I very said, much. this was kind of like a... Uh... Uh, my my musician's nerd fantasy is, is getting to sit down and hear the story of of my hometown music store that I frequent, um, and then the fact that it yeah it was just too coincidental that I moved to this area uh, where it all started when I had already been a, a fan and and patron of George's music in its variety of locations. So to come back where it all began is really cool for me. So thank you. I appreciate. Um, I really appreciate the time, and uh, you'll be seeing me in here. And my kids are 
They're they're taking piano lessons. They're uh, aspiring musicians themselves. My one son got a ukulele for Christmas. Uh, my other son wants to play drums, so I'll probably be in at some point <laughs> once we can once we decide to uh, transition into from drum pad to actual live kit, um, oh, yeah. which is always a uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I tread lightly with that because I grew up with two drummers. My brothers both played drums, and we lived. Um, connected to another home we were at the end row home in, in northeast philadelphia so i know it was always hit and miss what times they could play in the basement without well, disturbing the neighbors there are like electronic that. drums now that have yeah, a volume control true. and headphones which is great <laughs> yep. so yeah and the technology of them is amazing i remember when they first you know years ago that you could tell they were you know electronic in a way they, they hadn't quite gotten the sampling right but now you can't tell the difference anymore it's pretty impressive no, it's, yeah. it's that you can use them and they do the you job do, Yeah, well. you can do like, oh, I want an eight inch snare. I want a, you know, I want a six inch snare. And you're just like, it's unbelievable the way they yep. just sit there and, and sample every possible variation. It's pretty cool. So, well, Tom, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Well, that's all the time we have for today's episode of Discover Spring Forward. I want to thank you for watching, and I also want to thank Tom for his time today. Thank you so much for watching this season and for watching our first season. There are so many people that I would like to thank personally, but I just couldn't do it. I would forget somebody, insult them, whatever it may be. I encourage you, though, to check out George's Music in Spring City for yourself. All of their information is included below the video. Uh, but as this is the season finale, I want to let you know that I have so enjoyed exploring the Springford area and having you come along on the journey with me. At this point, we're unclear if there's going to be a season three. And I want to take this moment to thank all of you. It's been an incredible journey for me to find out all the amazing things that Springford has to offer uh, for my family and for yours. And uh, with my schedule the way that it is now as an actor, I have very little time um, in the week to do something like this that does take up uh, rather about a large amount of, of production time. So. I'm going off script here, which is why I'm doing all the ums and ohs and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I just wanted to be as true to form as possible. I want to thank my wife, my children, thank all of you that have watched the various videos that we've produced here at Discover Spring Ford. It's been an incredible two seasons, and here's to the future, whatever that may bring. Until next time, whatever that may be, I encourage you all to get out there on your own journey to discover what makes the Springford area a great place to live, work, eat, and explore.